Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. I welcome back to Comics Talk Six One Six, where we talk about what? Where we talk about nerdy <laughs> stuff. We talk about comic books, movies, all the jazz. The thumb and is in the I'm camera, already... Josh. The thumb is in the camera. The, what? The intern. <laughs> the thumb is in the camera. <laughs> the intern quality. Oh. Is like, <laughs> what am diminished. I supposed to do? I'm just working. Welcome to comics. All the all talk. the talk. I did. That's what I said. Comic talk. Comic talk six one six. Comic talk. Oh my god! Hey, yeah, I can't <laughs> win. I can't win. I can't hey, win. Uh, welcome to Comic win. Talk. Uh, I'm Matt, the chaotic evil Moon Baron. And I'm Bad Matt Jake. Uh, I'm Jay Smitty, Josh. And I'm Steve. So, I remember how Elisha was the worst intern. <laughs> Because he wasn't here. I I feel like the interns should start paying us now. They've just gotten so bad over the years. I'm okay. Wait, is he an intern now? No. Like sub-intern? I don't don't think we want him anything more than that, though. It's like a sub-intern? What's what's below intern? He's like the mailroom guy. <laughs> is he the Supreme Intern's assistant? Assistant to the Supreme Intern. Assistant to the Supreme Intern. But we don't have a Supreme Intern. She's old enough now. She's just like. She's still the Supreme Intern. That's what she is. Ooh, he's assistant to the assistant of the Supreme Intern. Ooh. Would that make him Elisha's assistant? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what? Your boss isn't here. Dude, no see in the scale, there's whale poo. Oh my gosh! And then there's you. I can't win. I can't win. Apparently not. <laughs> I, mean, I, I heard they're hiring on the deep east. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. The deep east. Okay. <laughs> the deep east of Japan. Yeah, I'll that's be what, specific. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, how was everyone's week? Okay. Sorry, I shouldn't have said it first. <laughs> <laughs> All the looks already. <laughs> Hey, uh, pretty great. Wings were pretty great. Yeah. Um, um, I got to play D&D twice. Um, I got to catch up a little bit on One Piece. That was kind of nice because I haven't had the opportunity for a while. And Right. Oh, I was lost. Oh, I was so lost. I was like, what's happening? Um, I also keep seeing the, like, the tra- like there's the trailer for the live action show. The more and more I watch the the animated show, the more and more I have little faith in the live action show. I it's not that I like hate it or like I think it's gonna be awful. It's just that some of the stuff like you just don't see how it's gonna translate. Yeah, doesn't isn't gonna work. Right. You know, I, I feel like Demon Slayer would be a much easier show to translate yes. into that medium. Oh no, a lot of things would. Like, like honestly, Naruto would be less ambitious. Ooh. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's about like that level. One Piece too is like kind of like one of those like holy animes <clears throat> that well, like if you mess up, you will never get another job well, ever again. And the thing is that some of the like the way that the proportions of people aren't a hundred percent there because it's the art style, and so it's fine that everybody doesn't look ultra realistic, but. I think that's going to look really, really ridiculous on, like, regular proportion people. Yeah. Like, some, you know, there's some guys with, like, big beefy arms, giant must, you know, giant two-foot mustache. I've seen dudes with giant two-foot <laughs> mustaches, so... I'm just saying that if they're trying to make a real person look like a lot of these characters, it's not going to work. Some of these characters, are, it'll be fine and easy. Some of them, not so much. Right. <clears throat> I feel like if they, like, Zodri's going to be a little tough. Because uh, like, it's just weird. Like, it'd be a vi- it has it's gonna have to be a real thin human being that also looks intimidating. Anyway, so I so. watched my friends die. What? Yeah. Explain. <laughs> really should. Yeah. Oh, I also we also ripped one of them and well, I ripped one of them in half and made him into a puppet. <laughs> what? So hey. Hey, no, no, here, let me, um, let me, let's just, ask, let's just, let's ask this question to the, the whole group. Hey, um, do you think it would be an, a character, a good aligned character's action or a neutral aligned character's action to rip your dead friend in half and use them as a meat puppet? First of all, the only <laughs> reason I tore him in half was so he could fit in the bag. Yeah, Bro. that wasn't that bad part. You're digging a hole. That wasn't the part I was talking about. Okay, the pup. To be fair, I was grieving. All right, and everyone grieves in their own way. And he kept How, saying, "Why are you, you judging back me?" To life as a puppet. Yes, Jake keeps saying, "Thank you, you got that yes. is psychotic." Jake keeps saying, yes. "Yeah," but he didn't say that during the game. Is Jake digging a hole? Yeah. No, Jake's not digging a hole. The hole is dug. <laughs> um, Jake, and our friends are inside it. Jake was trying to. Jake was trying to convince Dave that it wasn't an evil action to take his dead friends' bodies and make them meat puppets. <laughs> You know why the he used the word meat puppet by you know the way. The, you know why the hole was already dug? Cause I'm a dwarf and I'm digging a hole. Diggy diggy hole, diggy diggy hole. I'm a dwarf and I'm digging a hole. Diggy diggy hole, diggy diggy hole. I would like a recording of that little game. Of diggy diggy hole. Okay, I'll sing it better next time, though, because I was off key. Um, uh, no, so my character was in mourning, and, you know, he's not the smartest, you know, yes, tool stupidity, in the Yes, stupidity is a reason to be evil. You're right. It's not evil. <laughs> when you're sad, you do weird things, like turn your friend into a meat puppet so that, you can talk to yeah, him one more time. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not evil. You're right. So that wasn't completely random, because in our campaign today... Evil uh, my dwarf bard actually brought out that song as we were walking on the road. Yeah, well, this is the day before we played with uh, Jake and his Goliath. Um, our friends all died, and this Goliath is like, "Hey, you know those people we're gonna bury? I'm making a proper I'm like, "Oh, you're a psychopath!" <laughs> Straight up, and then you came up with some like weird explanation that made it like, "Oh, I was in mourning after the game." <laughs> Context. No, it wasn't context. <laughs> you changed it afterwards. Um, Can't walk that back. <laughs> so what? I ripped a dude in half. 
What are you going to do about it? That wasn't the bad part. Again, the meat puppets part was the bad part. You still let me do it. Your character didn't stop me. Dang. You were already doing it. How was I supposed to stop you from doing a thing you already did? I can't time travel. Take away the body. I did. That's why we dug the hole. We made them hold each other in the grave. That's so sad. Yeah, it was. So, no, so, okay. So for those who, like, listen oh to us frequently, um, we believe that our party has, the, the heavy metal unicorn squad um, has this curse where at any time that we have only four players, half the party dies. It happens. Oh, it's happened at least five times now. I'd say probably almost every time. It's happened five times now. Um, and so that was yesterday, and I was down to one hit point. Matt just got up, and we got away with just the skin of our teeth. Dang. Yeah. Like, in, I, I think Matt, ex- I mean, sorry, Dave exploding the armor was him being gracious. No, he planned that out at that time. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, so we made it out with the skin of our teeth then. Yes. Yes, we did. But nice. To be fair, like, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, we're talking about, so you played D&D, had a great time. You made meat puppets. I'm never gonna let the word meat puppets go. Yeah, Dude, it makes are me you like? I, yeah, it should. Yeah. As it should. As it should for yeah. any sentient human being. Uh, <laughs> you can make that on Hero Forge. I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of the lower half of uh, Sasha, and oh my gosh. get rid of the base so that way there's literally like the option, and I can make where carrots like this and like, and I could take his portion. Of his miniature like, and put it on the hand. Or not. You just not do that. <laughs> or, or not. I have to now. No, you don't. I'm going to print it this week. Okay. And then we're going to have me puppet Sasha. Moving on. Yeah. Um, the word meat puppet's been said far too many times in the last 10 minutes. Dude. It was said more than once? Yep. That's way too many times. Yes, I know. So sweet, awesome. What are we? Uh, what? What new? What? <laughs> Josh, tell us what's uh, what's going on in nerdy news this week. Uh, nerdy yeah. news. All the nerdy news. Oh, Josh taught me something today about medical mm-hmm. stuff. Um, you could feel the poop in your side of your body. Yeah. Uh, when you're constipated. It's true. It's it's true. I don't know how to describe it. But. I wonder how many people may get past this part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. No, how how do it? Well, basically, you use well, you can't use your thumb, but you can use your other fingers, and you can actually feel like lumps, which actually is your poop. And if you actually press down on it, it makes them like you need to go to the restroom at that point. You like you, you can like, force yourself to poop. Yeah. So you're saying like if I like learn the right karate techniques, I could punch someone. You can poop there. Yeah. You can make them poop in their pants. Yeah. You got to kick them into the side. You didn't know this already? No, but I'm loving it. I'm surprised you, of all people, did not already know this information. Yeah. If I knew this, when I'm I'm at the pit at shows, I'll be making guys crap their pants intentionally. (laughs) We have to find the constipated ones. This is the same guy that I um, I told him that a place called Poop Mexico existed, and he went there. It was crappy. Yeah, so you know, you could uh, you could touch your poop from outside your body. Interesting. How many? Yep. Let's. That's okay. We're gone. Oh yeah. Look at this episode's over. Crazy.
Um. Yeah. Wow. So nerdy, nerdy okay. news. What's uh, what's so, going on this week, guys? What wow. are we, what, what, what's um, what's happening in our world? Since since we all played D and D this weekend. Uh. Hey. Uh. Some some a lot of nerds <laughs> just broke a. Oh yeah. Guinness that. World Record on Saturday in Provo. In, yeah, and pro- so what? I. So when I went up last week, when you were on there, I did see an ad for like a D&D thing um, going into Salt Lake. So obviously that was it. What what was the details about that? So it is the largest D&D game that running of any, of any like consecutively. That's cool. So the amount of players uh, they had one thousand two hundred and twenty-seven players. Yeah, in one campaign. In one campaign against Vecna and his undead army. So was it like multiple DMs? So in a master it, so, DM. So, so there, yeah, there was like a master DM running, and then like sub DMs for each table. Each table had about five to seven people, and they were running like a certain section of the the battle. Mm-hmm. And then there was one table that probably went up to face Vecna themselves. I'm assuming. I imagine that was a combined effort. I'm not sure exactly how that went down. They didn't really mention how it went down. There's 200 tables with a maximum of seven people each table. Dang, that's wild. It's crazy. That's so cool. I that's a I mean it's a massive undertaking no matter how you do it because I mean you're gonna have to have a team of people all on the same page. And this so, one guy just like yeah, head dungeon everything. master Dax Levine or Levine, however you say your name, was in charge of connecting the stories of each table collector in table cl- together into one epic battle. Halfway through the game, he went on the stage to tell everyone Vecna had broken down the city's walls and was calling for the city to hand over their goddess. <clears throat> hey. This sounds cool. That's cool. Is there like a live stream of it? I don't know. I'm sure. Well, I imagine somebody recorded it. There might have it. been. There, hopefully, there's a recording of it somewhere. That's, man, that's that's wild. That's so cool. That's cool. That's huge. Yeah. So, world record, biggest game consecutively Dang. played. Yeah. Um. Another. Sorry. While we're on the topic and we're pulling up other news. Mm-hmm. Um. So while I was in Salt Lake, I did beat the entirety of the okay. 92 X Men arcade game. So. But real quick first, there was one DM for this game. Whoa. There were there were LARPers acting as generals of the army walking around between tables in costume moderating. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. That's cool. Do we know the result to of help this? Keep it all connected. Of this war? Like did they succeed to defeat Vecna's I'm, army? I'm I'm scrolling ahead. I mean to there's see. a thousand people. I hope so. I hope so. Or Here's that's, the thing. That's sad. <laughs> if four people did not make it, they were all doomed. I mean, if we were there. They had more than four people show up, though, so, you know. No, I know, but our our party's cursed, so would that curse be multiplied based off of everyone we're playing with? Well, here's the think. thing. as I think it was an uneven number, so, I mean, I don't think it was a multiple of four, so... Okay, so yeah, there were the moderators yeah, see, in costume, and then there was a separate, there was a lesser dungeon master at each of the at each of the tables. So yeah, there were two hundred DMs, and then the head DM, okay. and then LARPers that were moderating in costume. Yeah, 
for the army. That just sounds like fun. That sounds insane, man. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds, man, that would have been so much fun to just participate in. Um, you know, like, of course, you're not going to get, like, as much of, like, the intimacy and role-playing that you would get in a regular setting, but just be part of that. Uh, it's not, I mean, at that point, it's really, you can't really. It's like, just combat. You know, Yeah, at that point, it's not like, hey, my character wants this. You're like, dude, there's a thousand other people. Yeah, dude. Um, like, <laughs> you realize there's a giant army coming your way. But I'm sure, either, uh, yeah, I'm sure they didn't have any shopping episodes. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it would have taken all day, literally. No, but I, I think, like I said, in general, I think the um, that just to participate that would have been so much fun. That would have been super fun. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. 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 Would you say that's cool? <laughs> yeah. Meat puppets. Damn. Sweet. Gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to do news this week, so we are kind of. Oh well, um, let me tell you that um, Superman Legacy has entered pre-production. Oh yeah, Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just the pre-production, just the, the beginnings, but they are seeing that they're they are saying, or there's rumors that Jimmy Olsen's going to be a big part of this which would be kind of cool because to be honest in like most movies tv shows and like anything he just kind of gets like killed off like in justice league or like right uh not or like just kind of just like oh yeah there's jimmy bye jimmy hi jimmy bye jimmy. like they never actually do anything with him other than nice just yeah like have him as a cameo so it'd be nice to actually have him do something yeah i mean since tonight we're jumping around all over the news um we're gonna have fun with it so i do want to talk about how uh i guess we uh finally got an update on sandman season two. Oh, ah yes they're uh they're doing casting sets being made uh so they're in like you know there's uh they're setting everything up so we are on our way there um which is really really cool i'm excited i enjoyed that show thoroughly yeah well and the thing is that this is the first time we've gotten any news like they announced it last fall they're like yeah sandman's getting a season two anyway yeah and they literally have said nothing until now um also here's that the actual update scripts are written we are casting the first episode we will be shooting sets are being designed that's the update it's at least more than so yeah yeah i mean so here's the nothing so here's the thing that's it's better it's than, happening. It's better than what we had with Sweet Tooth, right? right? So Sweet Tooth will be out by the time this episode airs. Oh, really? Yeah. So we we got nothing on Sweet Tooth <clears throat> other than hey, it's coming out in oh, April. So yeah. Looking for, the mean. first season was so good. It was so good. Did you have you read the books? I haven't read the books, dude. I didn't even know about it until the yeah, show. Yeah. So was Sweet Tooth announced. is the only DC property that isn't connected to the multiverse, right? Um, which is weird that Sandman is, but. I get that's how they were able to like kind of explain like the negative universe and like the Batman who laughs mm. is somehow it's tied in with Sandman's powers. Okay. Um, because it's created through Dreams? Bruce Wayne's nightmares. Oh, okay. So that's how the negative universe came to be. Oh, so Sand- that's oh, actually cool. Oh, it's Sandman's fault. Pretty much. Sweet. Um, but no, Sweet Tooth is like its own. Either way, like it was. That's a. It's a phenomenal it's so show. Good. Um, because you, 
cosplayed the villain. Yes, one year. I did. And then uh, Alexa did. That was last uh, year. Alexa did Sweet Tooth for a convention one year. Nice. Yeah. Well, and it's like a, that was the same year that uh, Matt dressed up as a squirrel. Uh, that was the same year that Jake forced me to dress up as a squirrel. I I didn't force he you. Forced you? Yes. I just bought it. Dang. And your sister bought one, and I bought one for myself. And Alexa just happened to be dressed up as Squirrel Girl. Yes, forced. <laughs> forced. <laughs> Under duress. It was not a sound mind. Did um, he hold a knife to your throat, gun to your head? I'm not able to speak about the details. To be, to be fair, he thought I was Is like it, planning Was it too like, traumatizing for you? He thought I was doing like... like, like um, so I told him I was building aim costumes the whole time. Oh, no. He said like, oh yeah, I got a costume for you, man. So my That's thing was just like... That if should I can't have been get your squ- first clue. Mm-hmm. You see, my, my theory was if I can't get squirrel... If I can't get him to squirrel girl... I'll just make him part of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Matt, but I knew what was happening before all that because Jake told me. Everyone, every everyone knew. Yeah, I know. Uh, (laughs) I am not. I am not. I can neither confirm nor deny that that existed nor happened. Um, I'm sure there's photo proof somewhere. I was under duress on our Instagram. Is there? I I haven't seen it. Was under duress. And I can't speak about it because. I, I'm still under threat. They're still. there, Matt. They're there. I'm I'm patting Matt on the shoulder right now, consoling him <laughs> in his distress. I, I he, he's starting I to break out in sweat. He is so anxiety ridden right now. They're good in the, <laughs> yes, I've been blackmailed. <laughs> when was this? Um, this was, was it Salt Lake con- last yeah. year? Last year. Fenix. Oh, here's one when he, he finally took off his squirrel costume. <laughs> yeah, because those things were hot, though. Well, to be yeah. Fair. Also, there were they were allegedly they were one size fits all, and as um, people might know from some pictures, not a small dude. So you're not a one size fits all kind of guy. No, we also had really. an exclusive interview with Kermit the Frog. That's amazing. Oh, Kermit the Frog oh, is nice. awesome. <laughs> also, I got a xenomorph to kiss Matt. His, dude, so his his costume was really dude, really good. Cool. Like no, it had like great. goo coming out of its mouth and everything and that hoses. Cool. Oh yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah, nice. because, like, it was great. Anyways, um, so yeah, so Sweet Tooth is coming out. I'm honestly really excited for it. Um, yes, we'll be Alex and I will be watching that. I'm I've been trying to also get her to watch Preacher. Um, mm. but that one is kind of a slow to roll, kind of a show. Um. Uh, Street Fighter Two and more to come to Sega Genesis on Switch. Josh, tell us more about that. So. You know. What. What. We're we're waiting. Yeah. Well, yeah. what do we what do we know? We we don't know. So that's why you're telling us. Dude, don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So what Josh is trying to say? Yeah, you guys know is that there's a Sega Genesis library coming to the Switch. Oh, uh, they're added on the Switch. They're already added, so they or had... there there are more games being added to it. Well, so they, yeah, the big one that they added, the one that like 
people are big on. It's a classic. It's one that like people really like to play so much that they have it for pretty much every conceivable console that I can think of. Uh, that since the game came out uh, is Street Fighter Two special uh, special champion edition, which <clears throat> we played a little bit on the we played like the regular one. Yeah, for the NES uh, SNES classic. Street so, Fighter Two is just it un- was fantastic. Unpopular yeah. opinion. I don't love Street Fighter, but what game I really care about is Golden Axe. Well, they don't have that yet, but you know. What, what? Why'd you make that face, dude? Golden Axe was awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, with Street Fighter Two is it was all right. Street Fighter in the arcade. Two. Wasn't great on console. I, I love that game. It was it was so cool. I remember it was a cool the, game. The special I, I dragon power where like the dragon would come around and you know it was it was it was it was it was fun. Yeah, you're right. Ruining my Com- childhood. Yeah, does you're it, right. That, compared, does that compared to the grandfather of all fighting games? Sure. Why? No, yeah, I, let's compare I, those I, two. I, hey, I like you know That's what? Like, that's like saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, Spider-Man's all right, but let me tell you about my like, new favorite character and just, like, naming some, like... 3D game, man. Like, 3D man you or know, something. I like Mario 3D. Brothers is awesome, but you know what my thing is? Tetris. That's, that's that's what you did there. That's why I gave you the look. I'm like, you're comparing two different, completely different styles of games. No, yeah. because we were talking about, like, the Sega, like Sega games coming to... The okay. Switch, the library. Yeah, and what right. I was saying is like, okay, you're right. I would much Sega's rather mo- be able to play Golden. Uh, yes, Sega's Golden Axe. game, Golden Axe. You know how they have their, their, uh, they have their uh, franchise Golden Axe. It's you know it's actually on all the Sega stuff. Is the Golden Axe? Keep talking like that. I want to turn Josh into a meat puppet. You know, there's also hey. like Sonic. I'm still trying to find yeah. Sonic. You know the. Most one of the highest selling games of all time. I used to like Sonic, and then its fan base kind of ruins it for me. Uh, that's like one person. You can't base the fan base on that. No, dude. I've seen some stuff Sonic on TikTok has now. A and legit fan base. Oh yeah. Here's the it's thing: changed. they're not quite yet furries, but they <laughs> are. It's oh, there's so some of those. There's some of those people for. Everything. said, "Let's move on to the next news story." I think so. <laughs> Yeah, I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> I think so. I just threw up in my pants. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that means I pooped. You were trying to um, press hey, down. Um, <laughs> it's press down. You, yeah. you pushed the wrong abdomen button. Yeah, so so <clears throat> Bruce Campbell just recently got interviewed. He was talking about the Evil Dead franchise. Apparently Sam Raimi is writing a, what is it called, a Bible for that, which is like the basically the plan for future directors to yeah. make movies in this universe. Um, so he and his brother, Ivan, are yes. both working together on it. Dude, that's so cool. So, I, because, like, and we, I, it's it's fun. It's fun and goofy, and I, I'm i curious what they're going to do yeah. after Bruce Campbell I, fully so, is out of there. Like, Oh, he is... He, He's not. Yeah, in he's this, helping work on it, but, yeah, but he's, he's not in it. He's not in this movie, but he was like right. in a lot of shows and stuff. Yeah, but so, he he has retired officially as Ash. Has he? Okay. Yes. So he my, said that himself. My thing is like the movies and stuff like that. I I know he was, his goal was never to make them super cheesy, and then like Evil Dead Two, With he kind of went two. that. 
That's Sam Raimi. No, yeah. he, no, the first two he was trying to make like like spooky. super scary yeah. and completely serious, and they just sucked so bad that he made Army of the Dark, Army of Darkness, and it was golden. Right. Actually, so, but so now I still enjoy it too, even though it's like as a cheesy, as a cheesy movie, like it's not a. Like, because it doesn't seem to be right, but so like up. they've like been redoing it a little bit, and like I don't love it as much without the campiness. I I don't know what it is. And it's like, like the f- as an first actual two scary... weren't really campy; they just weren't really well made. But well, but one you know, was I'm saying one. What, what are, you, are you referring to? Like, what do you mean? Evil Dead One and Two. You mean the one where he has a chainsaw hand? That's two. Yeah, I know. That's pretty that's that's campy. I mean, pretty yeah, corny. You mean where? He, it's a, puts a chainsaw on his hand and then he puts the shotgun on his back and he goes, groovy. Like that? that that's well, yeah, easy? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's pretty. Uh, yeah, you're saying right. like that there probably belongs in Wisconsin, yeah. buddy. Yep. <laughs> um, but so that's that's my yeah. that's my point though, is like as he's like they're 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 remaking them. It just doesn't see that was the things that made it watchable. I thought that yeah, that was I enjoyed that was it. that's I the, the only stuff. No, like, that's that's Bruce the Bruce ma- Campbell was the only thing that made either of those watchable. And yeah. I agree. Like that's the magic of it. And it's just like this new one that's coming out like just feels too uh I don't if it doesn't have Bruce Campbell in it, it I don't care. It almost I seems really like don't. it almost feels like a different genre. Like it, yeah. it almost feels like why even call this the same thing? Because it's still horror. Yeah, it's I know, really but I'm saying like genre. No, why it, call it like, Evil Dead? It doesn't seem like the same kind of like tone of movie at all, though. No, here's what the I'm thing. saying. Like, yeah, it's, they're all both in horror, but one seems more like horror comedy, or like, a, and one seems more like just straight up horror. And I, I don't, I when I associate the Evil Dead franchise, I don't think of just straight up horror. Like, I think of like, well, because they made a the corniness. They made a show that was like that ran for like three seasons, and it was. Super cheesy. Yeah, it was. It, it was had great. the Army of Darkest vibes. That's what. Yeah, made and that's that's the better. beauty of that, the that, franchise. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Though it's weird to like go from that and when, then go, oh yeah, we're gonna make a serious movie again. Yeah, when when Raimi decided, okay, I'm giving up. We're not ma- we're not trying to be serious anymore. That's when it got good, in my yeah. opinion. But there are a lot of people that absolutely hate Army of Darkness for that reason. You know, I don't know who these people are. Well, my, yeah, see, my, and you're right; they are wrong. In my humble opinion, like, there's other horror franchises. Go watch those. Yeah, I mean, if that's yeah, if you want something that's cheesier and doesn't pay off, just go. Um, but I've I, I've I've mentioned this, I think, on the like the last couple of shows, or any time we mention Evil Dead lately. We've had nothing but crickets in the last few months on the uh, sequel to My Name is Bruce. I want to yeah. know if that's still happening. Right. I really no. want to know if that's still happening. Your name is not Bruce, though. It's Steve. So. Well, and so I... I want to know if that's still happening. Oh, I turned down Matt instead of Jake. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, now. That's a Sorry. There we go. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm... Uh, I, I'm, saying like, I'm saying like you know if you can just get a cheesy horror movie that doesn't really pay off you can watch Paranormal Activity and it, it does exactly that's exactly what it is there's plenty of those they're all over the place you know if you want to watch Paranormal Activity you can just go to the Catholic Church on like a Monday right. are they gonna have invisible demons that throw things probably well no those are called toddlers <laughs> no 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 invisible ones those ones are visible and heard 
<laughs> Toddlers. Uh, <laughs> it was funny. So this week, we were this week. So I, I helped with a youth group, and this this like one of these one of these group girls was like, "Yeah, teenagers are the worst." I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they're you're awful. They're just horrible." Not wrong. Dude, they're, you know, I used to play the song uh, Teenagers by My Chemical Romance. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because yeah. it's, listen it's to it. Up. Ironically yeah, it's enough, yeah. now all the fans of My Chemical Romance are teenagers. It's true. It's not, not all of them. them. Yeah, but a big a majority. majority. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big majority. Why do, you, why do you think he retired for so long and went to comics? Because he was afraid of his fan base. <laughs> Went out to play music like no. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see legit fear of teenagers. Just like he like walks out and he's like, "How old are you?" Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> just smacks him and runs. I could see him doing that. Uh, Gerard, uh, I don't know what's his last name. Wait. Gerard Way from My Couple Romance. Uh, so, uh. We are gonna dive into the rumor mill here for a second for one of these new, this last news right here. I love rumor mills. Let's okay, go. Okay, let's jump in. Um, he uh, said, "Jump, Josh. Jump." Yeah. Jump. So, Adam Driver is reportedly being offered the Reed uh, Reed Richards for Marvel's Fantastic Four. Oh. Um, that's in rumor. Like I said, not. We're not reporting this as a story because it's only been a couple places and it's just a rumor. <clears throat> Josh, I want you to say that this is fact. This is fact. What? Sure. So, <laughs> thanks for being the rest of the internet. Uh, <laughs> this is fact. I saw I, it one time. It's a fact now. I wonder. I'm not against it. Like hypothetically, if he is Reed Richards, I'm not against it. I do like John Krasinski way better. Me too. I think he really nailed that part. But Adam I'm, Driver isn't a terrible choice either well he's not terrible like i don't think he's a terrible choice because he's kind of got the good cadence for it like the the issue is is i how can you play someone who's extremely arrogant but also very humble at the same time he's like somehow like reed richards is a very humble yet arrogant man it's hard to kind of do both at the same well, time well i i have a like i have a feeling he could kind of Play off that as a little more like subdued, okay, right? As more a little more subdued version where like, cause yeah, cause I could see him being like, yeah, I'm I'm smarter than everybody, like hundred percent, just saying. I can see that. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to see the look on him, but it's I guess it's hard. he's he's a phenomenal well, actor. Okay, so. so I don't think he's gonna, he would look as, I don't think he would work as good as like the older Reed Richards, right? Like I think he would look. But I think it would work as the younger one. the Before, like, the kids? I think before the kids, yeah. Like, I I know he always has that iconic white streak in his hair, but does he need that? 100%? I think that's that was part of the, um, like, the... They said it was part of his mutation or whatever, yeah. but really? His stretchy rubber arms, also, he looks older. Well, he's graying. You know, it's a, it's a look. Also, he's People graying. pay money for that. I know, I know, but, he, like... But it's a weird thing to be like, okay, here's all your superpowers. You get a superpower. Also, your hair turns a little bit gray. Why? From, tra from trauma. Yeah, yeah, but it traumatically made a perfect 
gray fox looking kind of guy. So you would. I know someone that happened to. Yeah, you'd be surprised, dude. Like I've seen people like right. dudes will get like, um, depending like birth. This happens with birthmarks a lot. But there are dudes that will sometimes when they get older, the only patch that grays is right here on the front, and it's like perfectly parted. I it's good. I'm seeing the perfect white patch in the hair, maybe not the most important thing. I don't I know. I mean, when you that's involve all. space and magic. That's all. That's all. I'm sure it does happen. I'm, but I'm just saying, like, maybe not the most important aspect of character. Oh, I was going to say, you were gonna, I thought you were going to argue. I was like, you realize he also got magic powers from space. And we're arguing about the hair. Yeah, I know. That, that's, what, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Is like, What I'm saying is, like, that is the least important aspect of Reed Richards. Right. I think um, his magic heart. powers are the dumbest ever. I hate Reed Richards. He's stretchy. I hate his. I hate his stretchiness. No, dude. Think think about this. His power is the most convenient. You're sitting there. I don't you, care. You want to? Dr- I don't care. Steve. It looks dumb in the comics. <laughs> I hate it. That's Linda, why. I, that's why I've hated the Fantastic Four for so Linda, long. Linda, listen. Dang. I agree with you, but <laughs> the convenience. Yeah. So let's. You're like. Let's say you're pooping, right? You don't have toilet paper. You don't need to get up. You could just stretch and grab it. You're on the couch. You need a soda. You just stretch and grab it. You don't even have to leave to go to the grocery store. You just go stretch and go grocery shopping. You know, you leave one eye on the TV and you stretch half your face to go get groceries. Here's the thing. Okay. Well, okay. Let me counter with that. You know how I can get groceries? I can just get them delivered. Fair. And I don't have Who to needs- like stretch my weird arms across town. <laughs> but you make everyone anything? you make everyone else uncomfortable. That's just a bonus. Venture Bros did it better. <laughs> just saying, Venture Bros did it better. So I, like, uh, like I said, I'm not against Adam Driver. I just think Jim from The Office nailed it. I think he, I, oh he, yeah, he did so they, good, well, they, and it would be. A huge bummer if he didn't cut. Like, here's the thing. I know that they put him in that movie as a fan service, right? Yes. We were all calling for it, and they brought him in there because they wanted to make us happy. And it. Did they make you happy, Jake? I was stoked. Me too. But I would like to see him continue to play it if he's willing to, and they're willing to do it. But I'm also don't hate the idea of Adam Driver playing Reed Richards. But there could be someone better. Well, the thing is, like, I liked, you know. The reason, one of the reasons they did that and it was good is because I like to be surprised. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be surprised again. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Isaac could play him. He, like, he's playing a hundred different people. Ugh, no. You know, Spider-Man 2099, Apocalypse. No, it's too many Moon people. Knight. Too many people. Probably Squirrel Girl Squirrels <laughs> at this point. He'll be the voice for each of them. <laughs> he's also playing... Uh, Oh gosh, he's also playing. Uh, well, technically, he played Moon Knight, Mr. Oh, yeah. Knight, all three personalities. Yep. Yeah, that's so. Then he's also twenty so far and Apocalypse. He's played six people in the MCU so far. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't Apocalypse know was an MCU. Well, he's played six but Marvel characters. Marvel yeah. characters. Uh, you know, I don't think that we can count Moon Knight as different ones. Just saying. Are you saying his split personalities don't count? I don't because when they were in the I'm underworld, saying, they separated. I know, but what I'm saying is, it's true. Kind of like a, it's kind of more like a multi-pack rather than separate packaging. Yeah. 
So when you buy like a six pack of soda, are there individual cans or are they all one can? Dude. They're individual cans that are, say not for resale. Individually. They say not for individual resale on the cans, Jake. So are you saying Oscar Isaac's Moon Knight character is for resale? Oscar Isaac Moon Knight is more like a six pack. And these other characters are like maybe tall boys at best. Just How saying. did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. We were talking about Reed Richards and then you went to Moon Knight and Oscar Isaac and it went nuts. Um, Where did we get here? How did we get here? Oh, very easily. Uh, where did uh, we go wrong? Well... Hello, my name is Matt, and this is Comic Okay, so no, here, so here's the thing, right? I, I just want to make this argument. Okay. You drink the soda individually, right? You're not right. going to drink the whole six-pack by itself. Why not? Because then your tummy hurts, and then you got to squeeze the poop out, right, Josh? <laughs> yeah, physically. You have to, like... I mean, right. Yeah, it sounds like so. It just sounds like you have commitment issues, Nick. <laughs> no. So <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is, is in theory, Oscar Isaac has played more than more characters in the M for Marvel than any other actor, by definition. I think that counting the character with multiple personality disorder as no, because Mister Knight is his own thing. Yes. Right with his own set of powers. Yes, he is legit playing. Multiple characters but, within one character. What I was saying is a character that has multiple characters within one kind of feels like cheating and going like, I play more characters than anybody. Sure. Sorry they're doing it wrong. Even if we count Moon Knight as one character, he still has played more characters in Marvel than any other actor. Uh, yeah. Technically, the guy in Legion played more characters in Marvel than no, any I'm, other I'm characters. No, I'm saying oh discounting, discounting... Did, you just, did we just not have this argument? You're just like, hey, let's make that argument worse. <laughs> well, no, because now that I think about it, Legion actually has different entities in him. With actual legitimate people. Those are actually yeah. different actors. Right? Or the same no. actor? It's the same actor, but different but personalities. They are, oh my gosh. But they're, they're actual single entities. No, they are actual other yes. beings. But the point is that you're not playing in different movies. You're playing in the same thing as one thing that turns into different right. things. Right. So what I'm saying is the guy who played Legion technically would be Oscar Isaac. By like I mean, thousands. Okay. How about the guy? How about the person who plays the X Men kid who, who multiplies into different people? How does that work? Does he count as three actors or one? One because he's the same person. Multiplied. No, it's three different. It's, no, it's three different. No, because they're not different, different entities. entities. Yes, they are. They're three different clones. Let's go clones. Clones. Yes. Not different people. <laughs> Moon Knight. Mister Knight is not a clone of Moon Knight. They're separate entities altogether. So are the clones. No, they're clones. A clone and in, in, in like... You're 100% identical if you're a clone. Yeah. That's like hive mind thing where it's Mr. Knight <laughs> and Moon Knight Big have nine. individual thoughts away from each other, not going to a central like hive mind mentality. So how about the actor that plays Kang? Oh. Is he, oh, is he multiple people true. or is he one person? Multiple people. Okay. Technically. So, so. then he's the most prolific one. Cause yeah. We know that there's a council of kings. He, he's he's right. That's true. They've yeah. mentioned it. It's That's, in canon. Yeah. So he's played but theoretically he's infinite. infinite characters. Yes. It's all king though. 
But they're all but they're all different. Whoa, they're all, oh, they're, they're not no. different entities. Oh no, no, my friend, they're in the same room at the same time. They are different characters. Matt, so if we're using the Moon Knight as like argument, then the Matt's King. correct, a hundred percent. Yeah, the, I'm I'm sorry. Like the Pharaoh, no, because the that Pharaoh means King. the character for every character matches that. No, but so like each king has individual character. thoughts and their own individual past and their own individual actions. Own lives and own timelines. So by but they're all the same person in every timeline. Yes, but they appear. Just they different. but different ones appear different t- in the same timeline. Like we saw four of them together, or I know, three of them talking about a fourth one dying. They're still the same person. It's right, the but same they have thing they have the diff, they have an opportunity to be different though than the original king. Just like Oscar Isaac's Moon Knight, it's the same person, same physical body, but they're different people. So with that definition, yeah. Matt would be correct. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors has played the most people in a Marvel film. If he's every single in- yeah, but we've only seen him playing how many two maybe we saw the four. whole council. We, we, we don't didn't go, see we, the whole council. We saw a, some an, of them. There's an arena of them. He only played the ones that showed up on screen. So however many that was, yeah. So we've seen five then. Uh, yeah. At least so. St- Going off of your thoughts, Oscar Isaac would still be actually more. no six because Victor Timely. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, you're right. That's technically another one. Well, also we saw several in the stands too, and he would have had to make costume changes for those. That almost that would, that, that, that would probably change. would have been CG. Mm. That probably would not have been him. It's I say it still counts. Speculation. It doesn't count if it was CG because it wasn't him doing. How do all. how do how do we know that he didn't go into costume? Did the action? I said if. Do you, do you know that if it was CG, actually, it was not him. Actually, guys, you know what? I think we're all wrong here. I know who plays the most. I know who <laughs> plays the most characters in Marvel movies. Still, Stanley is a different character. It's true. In almost every Marvel movie, tells that. That's true. <laughs> so he's actually played more characters than anybody. Yep. Technically. Yep. Technically, because he even played not the just Fox. technically, like absolutely. He, he was even in the Fox ones more. So, oh, you're right. Yeah. He so was why do we have this argument? <laughs> he was in the Incredible Hulk series. Oh, in you're the right. 80s. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. And he was, and he was probably a different character than that. That he might have been in there multiple times. I don't know. The the one that sticks out for me is the courtroom scene where when Matt Murdock was there. Mm-hmm. Like representing him, he was also yeah uh, with, with the, the with the bad mullet. mullet. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That was so bad. Wow, <laughs> they actually had a they actually had a had him in the video. One of the last things he did was the Spider Man video game. So if we can consider that also a Marvel thing, if we go Marvel media and consider the games as well, yeah, he's been in like everything. Wow, we mm. uh we were wrong in our own argument. Yeah, wow. We're bad nerds. Uh, <laughs> We're bad at our job. No, we just go off on weird things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's appropriate. Dude, okay, so did you guys... And by we, I mean Because um, <laughs> we, we had no news. Um, so There wasn't very much, honestly. No. Did you guys see the TikTok that I sent you about alligator Loki? What? No. So apparently there's this issue of, um, like... That Marvel did, where Thor and Loki are going to go get coffee, and they have alligator Loki with him, right? And he's waiting outside, um, 
he's not allowed to get allowed to go back in because apparently he tried biting the barista because <laughs> he's naughty. And so he's like sitting there, you know, in there, and he sees Venom fighting the other symbiotes. Right? And so Alligator Loki's like, dude, if I had a symbiote, then I could make Loki and Thor and other people, like, give me pets and treats at my will. Because that's what you do with a symbiote, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get uh, more belly rubs. Absolutely. And so as Venom is fighting all the symbiotes... Right, not just Carnage, but everyone. Yeah, he interrupts the fight, and so ev- everyone stops and was like, "What's what's going on here?" Like he, everyone's like really confused, and Carnage goes to go eat Alligator Loki. Venom smacks him, like, "Dude, we don't do that anymore." And then all the other like symbiotes are like, "Yeah, we kind of all agreed that we don't kind of do that thing anymore." So they decide to call a parlay, stop the fighting and the Carnage to go return Alligator Loki to his original owners. So they're going around, like we're talking Scream, Whip, Carnage, Toxin, all of them are trying to get Alligator Loki home and do a service of good for the neighborhood because so they can go back to their fighting. That's fantastic. Where was this? Where was this? It was, was a, it yeah, and so basically Venom makes a deal and like is like, hey, like if you um if you tell us where you're supposed to go. I'll give you a symbiote. And so Alligator Loki's like, cool, this is where I'm at, right? This is where my parents are. So they return, and they're outside there, and all the symbiotes are surrounding the coffee shop, and Thor and Loki walk out, and they're like, are we about to throw down with all of them? And then Venom's just like, hey, uh, you lost this. And Venom kept up with the deal of giving him a symbiote suit, but what he did is he went to the costume store and bought one and gave it to Alligator Loki as a onesie. (laughs) For this promise, and he had like a Venom action figure, and that's the that's the that's the comic issue. Huh, that's funny. Yeah, that's awesome. It was the most like wholesome thing I did. It was just like I'm gonna have to pick up that book now. That book does sound wholesome. It's so wholesome. It's just like a a mischievous little like toddler that you you know, yeah. So if if you have want a reason to love Alligator Loki more. That's uh, that's it. That's cool. That's the reason. Yeah. Oh my god. Because I mean, if you can get an entire like city brawl of symbiotes to stop to help you, um, especially Carnage, right? You've got to be probably the most wholesome character in Marvel. If Carnage doesn't want a Carnage, that's that's <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah, but I, I think I I. I posted it in the the group chat, so you guys should definitely watch. I must have, I must have missed it. Oh, that's crazy. Um, oh, you know what? I didn't. Oh, okay. That's probably that's, why. I that's why it. we missed it. I was like, "That's weird." I feel like I would have seen that. I I, <clears throat> I liked. It. I'm gonna send it right now, so you guys can watch it later. Did you check that thing out I sent you guys? I hate you all. You should have checked it out. Oh, I didn't send it. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> I went it. in there and it like allows it's you there. to. I see it. I see oh, it. You, you see it. It's a five, it was like five today. Okay. That's why I missed so it. So it just got lost, but... Oh, we were a little you busy. You should copy and paste it and resend it and um, watch. It's... Uh, no, it's in the family It's beautiful. Chat. It's beautiful. It's in family chat. Um, I'll have to check it out later. Yeah. Um. So I guess it's a good time to go to our break and while we're talking about comics, um, my friend Tommy has a cool thing that he'll tell you about that's pretty super. 
Bye. For yes. Now. Yes. That. I'm Tommy Green, the executive director of Run Against Traffic. We exist to give everyday people like you the tools necessary to fight against human trafficking and raise awareness and funds for the long-term aftercare of its victims. Become someone's superhero today at irunagainsttraffic.com. Microphones. There we hey, go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so, hey, I'm glad you guys like that message. Um, hey, we have another message for you about Best Love Coffee. Hey guys, so apparently I'm supposed to be smooth, but you know what I'm not as smooth as? I'm not as smooth as Best Slope Coffee, the Best Slope Coffee of all the Rockies. You don't believe me? They have freaking awards. And you know what? You should reward yourself with a nice cup of joe. You can go down to Best Slope Coffee Co. in Fruit of Colorado. Oh wait, you don't live here? That's because you're dumb. But you know what is not dumb? Go into Best Slope Coffee Co. where you can order a brand new subscription with varieties. And those varieties are... Bi-weekly, monthly, or a three-month barista choice box. They'll be sent directly to your home whenever you want. Don't be a dummy. Get Best Slope Coffee today. Uh, all right. So And now we're actually back. We actually do have one more thing, but you, this one's going to be more of a live ad. Uh, Jake, so today um, Steve was showing me some deadly poison that would probably kill me that you gave to him. Uh, beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell us about that. He's talking about the outlaw. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, outlaw beer. It's cool. Yummy. I, I can't come up with that on the fly. No, just <laughs> tell me about it. Oh, no, it's just a local uh, company. You don't have to come up with an ad. Just tell oh. me about it. <laughs> no, so outlaw. tell me about the map poison. Oh, poison. <laughs> Hey, do you yourself have a friend who's uh, potentially chaotic and evil and lives on the moon? Well, try a nice cold outlaw. The light beer for everybody. Except for me. Except for Matt. It's poison. It's like poison for me. It's like gluten juice. Um, no, outlaw beer is just a, it's a local Colorado beer. Okay. And um, made by outlaws. And is they it like, Mile High? Yeah. That makes it. Yeah, the the one of the oldest brewing uh, companies in Colorado. Okay, I wasn't sure. So it's like, beer. It's beer. Okay, I mean I know it's funny. Like you and I, it's real funny here. You and I talking about this because we're like the specific two people that are never going to understand this. Yeah. <laughs> but I just had to hear about that lovely gluten juice because I heard they were like. Did you say lovely gluten juice? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because I heard they were sponsoring. so good. I heard they kind of like gave us some free stuff, so I wanted to hear about the hear a little bit about that. Yeah, they sponsored me at the um at the barber shop, and they're wanting to work with us as well. Okay, I'm just saying like this is the ad section. This is done. Talk about it. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you like gluten juice, try Outlaw Beer Company. Um, it's a light beer that's nice and refreshing, from what I hear. Um, and you know what? It tastes like gluten juice. Well, they said it was pretty... Yeah, the guys that today said it was pretty decent. The ones that tried it. We I, should start our own beer company called Gluten Juice now. Gluten Juice? <laughs> gluten Juice and Barley Pop? But what it's going to do is instead of gluten, it's going to be the shape of two butts. So it's like gluten juice. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Yeah. Now, I feel like I just described diarrhea now. Yeah. yeah and our slogan can be good. beer made by people that don't drink. <laughs> beer.
I don't drink beer. Gluten juice. What does it taste like? We don't know. You tell us. <laughs> Is it good? Meh. <laughs> made from the tub. <laughs> made from the tub of two people who don't drink. <laughs> beer. Don't drink beer. I drink other stuff. I just don't. Uh, uh, <laughs> Anyways, so wow. our main topic um, is we've talked about this, I think, before. But, you know, as life goes on, we have different ideas and stuff like that. So we're talking about if we were to create a comic book, uh, what would that story be about? Genre yeah, and so, setting. So our ideas right now. Some of oh, the, wait. It would be the, about the mundane life of a... Um, intern. A what? Intern. An intern? Yeah. Before we do that... I was going to say an accountant. Um, okay. I totally messed up the order. We should have reviewed the book. Yes, you should but have. But we'll do that next week. Okay. So, yeah, hold up. So everyone week. can read it. Sorry, Josh, you read it for no reason. It's okay. <laughs> hey, I still read it. It's good. I mean, I'll talk about it. Yeah. It's okay. Either way, it's fine. Sweet. Okay. We'll, give, we'll give everyone a chance to read it, so you better be here next week. I'll try. Or else. I'll try. I'm going to pour gluten juice all week. over you. Jake. Steve won't be here next Steve week. Steve won't be here next week. Oh, it doesn't matter. Why don't we talk about it now? Yeah, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's fine. Like, literally, it's we'll doesn't, just, like, it doesn't matter. We'll just play the ads again. <laughs> no, no. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. They're not. I know. Oh. <laughs> um, anyways, so if you've been I'm following the show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey. If you've been following the show, we've been reading... Um, an X-Men mini event called Hellbound. Yes. Um, we are on the second issue out of three and much better. Um, it's a very fast paced, uh, event. Like you, like for issue one, you get kind of thrown into it. There's a little bit of politics. Um, this one was, uh, better. There's a lot of action in it. Yeah. Um, and, and so Hellbound's part of the second coming arc. Right. If if you are an X Men fan and you're trying to figure out like where exactly this fits, this is the second coming arc. Uh, two thousand from two thousand ten. Right. Um. So this issue got pretty crazy, right? So like basically they're in um this alternate dimension. The bad guy sees them and sends his goons after them. They're currently like in this battle, doing that. Gambit's missing. Um. And they got separated. And the biggest thing. I'd say our, the wallpaper moment for this is when Gambit steps out of the cave and he is death. Oh yeah, that's kind of crazy. I don't, I don't remember. How does that death thing work? How does that work? I don't know. I don't. None remember. of us knew about that. Yeah. Okay. All I know is like I was like, oh, he looks cool. Is this a new power? And then I saw AKA Death, and I was like, oh. And much like when Apocalypse was creating his like horsemen. Right into the whole Archangel thing, he infected two other X Men. So yeah, and these guys are getting corrupt. So this is a corruption, essentially. Right, an infection. Okay, is this so? Basically, this is the Horseman thing again. Yeah, but Gambit being the uh, main catalyst for it. Well, his corrupted uh, version of himself. Right, um, and then not only that too, as well. Pixie made a deal with uh, um, Magic's demon that if he kills her. She can get her soul back, uh, or or somehow gets the soul blade. Yeah, away from her. I mean, that's gonna be kind of the only way to get the soul blade away. Is like killing her. Yeah. Um. 
so I'm I am um, I am I, I did like this issue a lot more than the first. Um, however, the way that I'm feeling about it is a three part miniseries feels too short to tell too much at one point. It does seem like they're cramming a lot into three issues. Yeah, like, I feel like it should have been six well, part minimum. The thing is that there's not like side issues where the rest of this is going on. Like you can see the at the end of the book, you can see the you know the list, and there's different you know there's different chapters for the thing. Yeah, but that's all like it, this is in sequential order. Like this is a lot really quick. Like unless the rest of this event was like this jam packed. If it was, they really should have spread it out. Yeah, like I said, I I feel like after reading this three part, um, for me, I really honestly believe that um it should have been a six part or a five part minimum mini event you yeah. know i feel like they're throwing way too much in there um i am enjoying the art style i love the color palette you know i love the character designs for everyone um but i, I think my biggest complaint right now is it's hard to grow into the series i feel like i'm forcefully needing to care a lot more because i only have three issues to do that well and the thing is that, like, it almost seems like they're at a certain at the beginning of the thing, right? They're going through, or the beginning of the, the the beginning of the comic, they're going through and like introducing these characters, and they're introducing them basically halfway through the the event. Yeah. Like, why didn't we have these introductions in the? first issue when like there wasn't much going on yeah this is when they got like too much going on and then they're like oh yeah also we forgot to tell you who they were yeah i know like they, they're kind of doing like what my hero academia does where like there's like the cutaways like they like you know yeah um which i think maybe my hero got that from that a little bit where, where they have the name and like who they are yeah, yeah um a little bit i'd say but like like I said, I think for for me like so when I like watch a show for example, um, it takes me about three episodes to decide whether I'm going to continue watching it or not, or um, or if it, if I if I care about it. Three issues is not enough for me to be invested in now. Now if this were the first three issues of like the uh, second coming saga. I could see where, like, I could be drawn into it and be like, cool, this gave me enough context for me to continue reading it or not. But for an entire event, I, I feel like the third one's got to be really good. Or these should have been giant-sized, you know? I That's that's my biggest complaint right now. Um, I think the storyline's fun. It's full of action. Um, it's intriguing, but honestly, it's just um, three, three issues is way too short. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, I absolutely agree. Cause I like, cause I like. Are they trying to wrap up? Like, I, like, who are they gonna wrap up for this? Like, you know, like, how do you like? Yeah. We're gonna tie this all up for quick. You're like, but I don't know what's happening. I mean, yeah, I think that the problem with this is like having these kind of comic book events in the middle of like larger series. Yeah. And not making them like, and not really like, like, okay, so like, like, let's, let's compare it to a few other, the other events that we've read through, like, uh, Secret Empire, you could read the beginning of Secret Empire 
and you get the gist of what was happening. Like, you didn't have to be watching the whole, like, watch, like reading the events before it. You didn't have to be reading Civil War 2. You have to be doing other stuff. But with this, like, I feel like you needed more, con like, they need way more context. Yeah, it's it's not like this the event. other X-Men book, like the Hellfire Gala that happens every single year. Yeah. Which, did you guys see that they're releasing the outfits for heroes for the Hellfire Gala? Oh, no. So Miles Morales is attending. It's like, if, if you don't read comics, Hellfire Gala is kind of like the, uh, Met Gala in the real world. Um, so, like, it's just a bougie, like, slice of life run that happens. Oh, uh, like, something bad happens every year there, though. Yeah. Like, so, I don't but, know. Um, slice but of so, life. I think this, so Black Cat and Mary Jane are attending. Uh, Miles Morales has one. Um, and I, I, so all these, like, variant covers are, like, showing different. Miles Morales' suit. I think this is almost an excuse for a lot of the artists to be like, let's do some fun, let's have fun. It really is. I, I think the the Hellfire Gala is just a reason, like, a, the, their way of, like, dressing up superheroes if they were going to the Met Gala is, Dude, is really what it is. It's 100% that. Um, but anyways, going back to this book, so it's, it's a lot like that where unless you're an avid X-Men reader, you have no idea what's going on. Um, and another thing that I guess I really sometimes I don't like about reading X-Men is like you see how arrogant they all are and how conditioned yeah. they are to like so literally one of the guy people's lines and this isn't necessarily about the book but just like how I don't like how the X-Men have been conditioned there's like oh we gotta save magic because she's an asset strategically like they don't care about her as a person She's a she's an no, asset. She's a strategic asset, and that's why we got to go and save her. Right, like it's not about saving her; it's about like getting your property back. And it's just like, man, that's how bad like, well, yeah. like Xavier and well, like Scott like uh, it's crazy. Scott Summers have messed up these kids. It's crazy because they like because they're like, yeah, with this we gotta get the strategic asset, and like, what about Gambit? Isn't he like semi important to the X Men? Almost an Omega level mutant. Yeah. But now he's like an almost omega level mutant. Like that's also death, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah, the girl yeah. with the with the cool sword. Get the girl with the cool sword. Not because the... she needs the help. Gambit doesn't. He's well, got this. Well, Gambit's the problem now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like maybe save him too. Like I don't know. Why not both? Yeah. Anyways, so there's our book. Well, back to the ads. Okay. There's more ads. Wait. We... Jake is wrong. We don't have any more ads. <laughs> We're added out, man. All the ads are gone. No more ads. No, we have this ad. <laughs> Push the button. Boop. You thirsty? You need something to quench your thirst? Why don't you try yourself some gluten juice? Gluten juice. It'll make you go. All okay, right. We're now back that... from after that weirdness. <laughs> um, yeah, main topic. So. Comic books. <laughs> you like that one? I should work for an ad agency. I'm like great with coming up with copy on the fly. You are. What's happening? This is this is Jake right now. Oh. That's the sound after I drink the juice. Uh, no. Gluten juice. It'll squeeze it right out of you. It'll squeeze. Yeah. See. No. <laughs> I just like feel sad. Like it'd be tired. 
It's like we were on a roll, and then Jake just swooped in and burninated the entire village. You know, something like this happened to Matt and I, and we let our horses go. We let our horses go. In D&D once. Yeah. And something swooped up and just killed them. Yeah. D&D horses are... D&D <clears throat> uh, horses usually live about as long as Disney parents. <laughs> All right. What's our main topic? Hot take. Uh, <laughs> Disney parents who live the longest. <laughs> Andy's Andy's mom. They were all dead before the story, so none of them. Oof. Andy's alleged mom. Alleged. Probably Aunt. I guess alleged technically mom. Te- no technically Mufasa. Because he was alive at the beginning of the movie. True. It's true. Cool. Shortest main topic ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. So, if we were writing a comic book, what uh, what would we, what would you want to write about? Would What's I your wanna, story? What would I want to write about? Yeah. Um. We'll start with Josh. Intern. The story of an intern. That'd how be... how would that go? Who's the villain? What would happen? What? That's the plot of the That's office. True. That's true. Hey, it's interesting. It's true. Yeah, that's copyright. We're not, not necessarily. Under what guidance? Is it going to be a super-powered intern? Um, yes. Give us a pitch. Um, okay. Does it take place in the deep east? <laughs> yeah, the deep, deep east of the- Japan. Sorry. Um, I don't know. I would probably, it'd be, he'd be taken advantage of and thrown under the bus several different times by the corporate head of the company. And uh, so that would be the enemy. So he would try and get up the ranks to one day overcome that. This is funny because he's hating on Matt and not even realizing it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 Anyways, continue. I mean, that step starts from uh, underground. So, so, you're, you're, so you're doing, you're, you're like Scott Pilgriming the corporate ladder. Pretty essentially. much. Pretty much. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like using my charisma alone, I would be uh, moving up the ranks without, that's my superpower. Just being, I don't know. Charismatic? Yeah. So what you're writing is you're writing a mix between Scott Pilgrim and The Office. Yeah. But your girlfriend is your want to prove yourself. To Matt. Yes. But, oh, oh, here's here's the better. Here's to add to it. So he's working for Hydra. Oh. On the moon base. Right? And so he doesn't want to be the mailroom boy anymore. He wants to be an actual supervillain. Oh. So he does this whole Scott Pilgrim thing where he even has to fight Hydra Bob. Right? To work your way up the corporate ladder. Yeah. Hey, that's a story right there. That's all I'm saying. Thanks. What's your pitch? Uh, hmm. See, okay, listen. The, <laughs> the McElroys got to write 
a uh, comic during the um, during the War of the Worlds event. So podcasters get to write events now, and you know can write some event books now. So, I mean, <clears throat> um, I'm just waiting for the next verse event. We can write like the like spinoff verse event, and um, we can make it the foggy verse. The foggy, the foggy verse into the foggy verse, and it's just every version of Foggy Nelson. <laughs> how would like, this? How would this? How would this go? I, I, I now I'm interested because like the foggy verse, they'd we, all be identical because he's exactly the same in every. <laughs> so here's the thing: we he saw, doesn't change. We gets like he sees like he he probably like flies by the spider verse. He's like whoa, flies by the venom verse. He's like oh my gosh. And then he, flies to his universe and like, they're all dressed the same. He has different haircuts and different facial hair. So I, I would assume <laughs> that all. like the Canon six one six Foggy verse has probably been through more than any other of them because he literally went on a space adventure with the Punisher. Oh yeah, no no, but they're they're the uh, and they all like trade stories of like, yeah, that was awful. <laughs> Wasn't that great? Like in the different one, like all the Thors were like. Yeah, look, here's how we did all this conquest. All the Lokis were like, yeah, Thor's kind of a jerk. Also, we did all this crazy stuff. And just, like, all the Foggies were like, yeah. Our copier broke last week. Our copier broke last week, and I fixed it. Good job. So would this be, like, a weird interdimensional slice of life where it's, like, a convention of Foggies? The Foggy convention? Yeah, I, I love it. All the like, like like Rick and Morty have the Citadel? Yeah, it'd be, well, it'd be kind of similar to that, but, like, I could definitely see the Foggyverse being, uh, like, a hilarious, like, three-shot thing where, like, they have to, like, all figure out, like, how to get home. And they're like, oh, crud. Now we gotta figure out who goes where. So I, I think it'd be hilarious if, like you said, it's, like, this Foggyverse, right? But for whatever reason, like, all these Foggies have, like, this technology where they can meet up once a year, except for, like, the 616 Foggy, and he finally gets his invitation, and he's the only Foggy that's actually done stuff. Everyone else has played it safe, so when he goes there, he even is, like, out, like, he's the, like, non-Foggiest Foggy that's ever Foggied. The non-Foggiest Foggy. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. Except for I want to know, like, I want him to have to, like, try to, like, discover the differences. Like, he's trying to figure out which, where each Foggy goes. Like, all the Foggies are lost. Dude, okay, so here's the... Looking at him as the prime Foggy. No, here's the plot twist, right? So it's, like, it's weird that this convention's even happening, right? And it turns out the Supreme Foggy, right, if we're going, like, the King route, is actually Mephisto. And so it's the Mephisto screwing with Foggy. And so the, yes. the whole thing is then he comes up with a deal and he's like, cool, you have to send us home. You have to send me home. But we do it in the court of law. He comes up with a, like a court case where he has to argue why he should be sent back. And that why like why Mephisto doing this is just wrong. Or, like, that he's not... or Yeah, just some, some sort Galactic, of... Intergalactic law. Like the God's Not Dead type court case. Um, oh, I love it. I and, love it so much. And so, like, that's the whole, like, premise. And then if if he fails, then... Ooh, here's the better part, right? So, like, Mephisto is facing, like, interdimensional court. And if he loses, he has to represent Mephisto. Ooh. And then Mephisto will be free to wreak havoc on the universe. If he, lo- if he 
beats Mephisto, he doesn't have to represent him. He could re- represent the prosecution and help Mephisto be like interdimensionally like imprisoned for six to nine months. You hear Enough that? time to get the Avengers to come up with a plan. <laughs> Dear Marvel Comics, uh, we are available on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, even on TikTok. Send us a message. We're ready. That would that would actually be a really fun like read because yeah. like if you do the six part right, the first two are him just having what? fun at the convention, and then like small Easter eggs where like you just start seeing things not add up, but you have to like look for it. Yeah, I'm saying like listen, the McElroy's got to write a comic. We can write one. Like, you know, they have another thing called what's that one word? Uh, talent. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Into the Foggyverse. Sure. It's, Into it's the Foggyverse. It's a courtroom drama. Oh, and you know what? Even better, we bring in Madison, the, with a Y, but not where you think it is, as a witness against Mephisto, just because she's a fan favorite. Oh yeah, there we go. Let's do it. So that's my pitch. That's really good, honestly. That's good. I have nothing to top that. <laughs> Into the foggy roads, Except for let's have a let's have a comic mini story on uh, Thurbachad on his origin. Okay, that'd be cool. That actually or be... not not just on his origin because that's been told somewhat. That that's that's actually really sad because he was technically a slave. Yeah, but hi, you were born after power this city or die. Yeah, after that, be, before his appearance in Honor Among Thieves. Just his chilling in his lair and what he gets up to and his inner thought process. A day in the life of a chunk. A day chunk. in the life of a chunk. <laughs> I would like to see the Thorbachad thing go where, like, he starts off, like, the first, like, just three issues. That's all you need. You have to use that bubbly, well, like, like what, fat, like, nine art, like though. So he's, like, chunky and cute. Well, well, no, no. So you start at the beginning where he's, like, where he's young and savage and he's fighting the other dragons and everything else to, like, survive. He was a slave. No, hold on. And then there's a second issue where he gets enslaved. No, he was born, he was he, born he a slave. He was born a slave. He was never free until after he became I'm, a chunk. But I'm saying that he starts out as a smaller dragon that actually has, like, fighting. Okay. Then he kind of gets... Then he gets freed and then he becomes a chunk. Chunk is the third one. Doesn't he become a chunk before he's freed? Yeah, so basically what happens to him is he's, like, born a slave, and, like, they're supposed to, like, kill off the dragon and then birth a new dragon to keep powering the city, but he, like, got too strong and then just fat. He was so proficient that they kept him alive. He's, like, fat and sassy, and then, like, when they were going to kill him, he kind of just broke out. Right, exactly. Well, he rolled out. He's, you know, I heard he's playing in a movie called Indiana Jones. He got the role of Boulder. Goodness. Okay. If you've seen the movie, you get it. I mean. By the movie, he means Raiders of the Lost Ark. The also. Original movie. Have you, yeah. Oh, also. The one that a lot of people Dungeons, saw? Dungeons and Dragons. Because, you know, he was rolling yeah. like a Boulder. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm actually, I, I am working on one right now. Um, so it's kind of like a, if 
I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Yellowstone, and I hope that it doesn't get canceled, but Same. Kevin Costner and the creator of the show are having differences, so it might not make a sixth season, which I will be really sad. Um, but they have a spinoff called 1883, and so I've kind of taken the idea of, like, the Oregon Trail in 1883 meets Dungeons and Dragons. And so you have, like, a group, the party, a group of main characters. Um, the main main character is um, used to work for a, a beholder in a gang in, like, this Western outlaw thing. And so he was given a hit to burn down and kill his family. Well, he did it, but then, like, regrets his actions, so he left. And so he meets up with these people to kind of escape his old life and to go out west and, like, plant new territory and move on. Well, beholders being beholders, he didn't want to let go of his said property, and so he, a series of encounters and mishappenings, like in the Oregon Trail, take place, um, would happen, you know, and so they would have to fight, you know, certain natives of the land, animals, um, you know other ordeals shootouts you know and all this is happening and in the party there would be a bounty hunter who knows who the main character is planning to turn him in obviously like deciding not to at the end um you know and him like hiding his secret and i, I do like the story where the main character dies and so i think not to you know give it away but i think what i would like to do is Generally, everyone in the party dies except for one person, and they end up getting to the, not quite to where they want, but they find a place where they could settle and, like, carry on the whole essence of what they're doing on there. So, yeah. I like it. Western Beholders. Yeah. Yeah. Western beholders have to wear cowboy hats. It's a rule. You know, he has a cowboy hat, and he's also got the Colonel, uh, KFC, Colonel Sanders. The, the Colonel Sanders. Mustache and... Um, I did come up with a name for the beholder. Do you want to guess what it is? Matthew. Okay. <laughs> just just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Really but, um, I, I, do, I do have some cool characters. So I have... One satyr, she's going to be a bard. I have a human who's, like, the bounty hunter. Um, I have an orc as, like, a cleric slash priest. Um, and then the main character is going to be an elf human. Um, a half-elf? Yeah, a half-elf. <laughs> an elf human. <laughs> an elf he's, human. So well, he's actually just an elf disguised well, as a human. You know, or is a human that just you know, clipped his ears and made him pointy. Here's the thing. With, one, one bad with, haircut. With the new with the new stuff, I mean, now you can kind of be half of anything, so. Sure. Yeah. Um, also, I have a, a um, I'm, yeah. like, I have a, well, I have a, saying. I yeah. have a prospector. Now you actually have to, like, say, like, say what the other halves are. Yeah. I also have a prospector dwarf, which is, you know, he's a dwarf, so him as a prospector is kind of fitting. Is he a prospector? Yeah. Is he a dwarf for sure? That is yet to be determined. We only know that he's short and was in a hole, so we're assuming. Might be a... I'm a dwarf, I'm digging a hole. Diggy, diggy hole. Diggy, diggy hole. I'm just saying, Jake, that... (laughs) We have uh, a... There's a prospector, and... You can steal his character if you want. Uh, His name's Old Pete. Oh, you're right. (laughs) 
The he was a, Lord? He was at one point, uh, Duck, uh, actually, the Duck Lord. Uh, I think we decided Duck something, not Lord, what we were going to say. Duck Emperor. Oh, yeah. Versus the Goose Lord. Emperor uh, of Ducks. The Emperor of Ducks. So here's the thing, right? So the Duck Lord, there were two great gods that all the other gods had to trap because they were so evil. Um, and they would release something, a terrible, terrible event called the the honking. Um, and it's where the two deities fight each other. Um, and they choose two vestiges, Matt being one of them. Um, he's probably like the more uh, good of the two. Still not great, but, you know, he's not completely evil. What was the... What was the creature you made up again yesterday? What was it called? Uh, oh, man. Uh, it had to do with Tiamat in your face. Yeah, yeah. it was just Tiamat. Oh, Tiamat. With two Ts. Tiamat? It was just my face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All the dragon heads. And then, um, and then you have the, the Goose Lord, which is basically, imagine Tiamat times like a million, like thousand. Um, and it's a goose hydra. And if the honking happens, uh, the reality itself gets honked out of existence. It's gonna be quackers, guys. Uh, <laughs> this 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 should be a comic. This should be this the should comic. Be comic. So this, this is a, right this here. is an actual campaign that we've decided as a group that will happen one day. Um, to be determined when, but yeah, it could be the thing that brings in all the campaigns together. It might be a multiversal event. The honking, honking. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Matt's character, Old Pete, who's just this old guy that lives in an old town, stole Slygar from Zan- Xanathar, and lived to tell the tale only because he unleashed his real power. Kidnapped. 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 Um. And we saw a small taste of what the honking could do. And the sketchy thing is, is so like we made it to where you had to roll, and if he fail, if you rolled a one, it would begin the honking. So, which would be a huge like continuity error, but so luckily he didn't roll a one. No. Yeah, it was a massive goose summoning, and I was like, whatever, I'm using it. Yeah. We weren't even, like, fighting anything big. We were, like, leaving, and these guys were like, you, hey, you, stop. And so I just, like... So you summoned a giant goose? No. No, like, oh. all the geese. No, oh. all the all he the got, He got possessed by the goose lord, and, and then it summoned the it. Imagine, the like, you know, like, Brawly in Dragon Ball Z? How he has, like, unlimited power? I did unlimited duck power. It was great. <laughs> Imagine like a giant swarm of geese just like surrounding this dude and picking out a way until there's nothing left. Perfect story. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so I think that's 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 the comic for sure. That might be one. I don't know. So our comic idea so far. Let's. let's yeah, just... you need the necro honicon. Honkakon? Necro Honkakon. Um, <laughs> yeah, to summon to summon the Goose Lord. Actually, the Honkanomicon is the Honkanomicon is yeah. the one that's yeah. out. <laughs> the supplement that's out. Somebody made. Oh yeah, it's an actual. Somebody actually made that. Yeah, it's a real supplement. The Honkakon. Honkanomicon. Honkanomicon. Yes. <laughs> it's got a big goose in the front. It's real. Okay. <laughs> I hate it so much. It's real, and Jake hates it, and that's why we keep talking about it. 
So does Jake own a copy of this yet? No. no. So yeah, for his character, we can make that happen. So for his character, he had three geese. So what I did is I took the individual ducks. STL file, ducks. ducks, important, and I printed. I have. I literally have it set on the plate where I could print fifty geese. I mean ducks at a time. I have a bunch of ducks. Like in like their little groupings, different groupings. Oh, except for Steven. Steven wasn't a duck, he was a goose, and he betrayed Matt. He was a duck and he was a goose in disguise. When he worked for Xanathar. Did you play duck duck goose to find him? <laughs> no, we played rock, paper, scissors though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. Um we see at that part. So Matt had to duck. kill a waterfowl duck. and it was really kind of damaging duck. to his character. It was. I loved him. You loved him as your own duck. I loved him as my own. Okay. Anyways, this is getting to be a fun thing. So no. So let's go over our general. Let's let's yeah. Let's, let's rehash here what we've gone so. over. Okay. So so far, we got Josh's idea. Josh's what comic? Internship. Yeah. The internship. Yeah. The Hydra intern. The Hydra, Hydra internship. Then, next. Was the Foggyverse. The, the Foggyverse. Foggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Into foggy the Foggyverse. Into the Foggyverse. A courtroom drama. Um, <laughs> we have... A Day in the Life of Thurbachad. Day in the Life of Thurbachonk. 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 <laughs> it's got to be it. one of those kawaii comics where it's just like... Yeah. And then we got... I have... Um, it, it's got to take the place of the most wholesome comic ever. With Alligator Loki. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. And then I had the uh, the one that I'm working on, the actual comic. Um, okay. What did I call it? I, I have a working title for it. Let me let me pull it up. The one you've been working on for years? No, not that one. A different one? Yeah. Um, and then we have, okay, then we have our last one, right? The last one doesn't have a title yet, but... Frontier is what I'm calling it. Frontier? The last one I'd like to name, um, we should call it Duck Duck Goose Lord. Duck Duck Goose Lord. And it's got to be written like a manga, yes. too, so because that feels like like very manga-esque. So, right to left and everything? Yeah, so this is Duck Duck Goose Lord, and then what we do is we put some, like, like, you know, generic, like... Uh, Japanese schoolgirls wearing like duck masks and goose masks in the front just cause like that's just what they do on there you know they always have some sort of teenagers doing teenager stuff whether shopping or whatever oh like stuff on the cover that has nothing to do with what's yeah. inside the book yeah, yeah wow. this is duck duck goose yeah, yeah, so it's I'm like with you. two teenage girls with duck masks drinking coffee or something and then you open it up, and it's like very serious. That it literally has nothing to do with what it was on the cover. I yeah, because I don't mangas do that for some they reason sometimes. Kinda, some of them do, but yeah, some of them do. Or they'll show a character that like dies in the first panel. You're like, well, why was that character on the cover? So you mean you mean like all the characters that were in the first trailer for Suicide Squad? Yeah, that's fair, but <laughs> like. But not done as well. Not done as oh, well. Oh, you know, okay, here's the thing. We take Duck Duck Goose Lord a step further. You know how Netflix will almost produce anything? Let's produce our own anime. Yo. Duck Yo. Duck Goose Lord will Duck, Duck, be Duck, a Duck, slice Lord. of life anime, but also pairs up as it's a supernatural, wizards. like, medieval adventure Listen. about stopping the Goose Lord. Yeah, no, no. See, like, D&D &D stuff, like, 
fantasy stuff is hot right now. So this is this is the premise for it, right? You Stack have while iron's hot. You yeah. have these teenagers, and they run this cafe, and little do they know, one of them's a wizard, and they didn't through like family lineage, and so now he and it's his and his sorcerer. classmates must stop yeah, stop the goose lord and the duck vest vestige from clashing and erasing the universe. And that's how you get the slice of life anime. Duck, duck, goose lord. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, <laughs> there we go. Those are our ideas. Uh, wow. Do you have ideas better than that? Hopefully so. Send probably, them on probably here. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> send them on over to uh, send them on over to our Facebook page. We'd love to hear about them. Honestly. Yeah. Even if they're not better. I mean, but they gotta be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be hard to beat the upcoming manga hit Duck Duck, Duck, Duck Goose Lord. Lord. <laughs> Dude, we can model the main character after Josh. He's yeah, nerdy, they're... scrawny. Yeah. He looks like he could be a barista. Okay. That no one cares about. And yeah. then all of a sudden gets this imbued with magical power to stop an ever oncoming evil. I think the internship story would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're focusing on the Goose Lord thing now, Josh. Come okay. on. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, with that, uh, we've had uh, we've had a lot of fun tonight, even though there were no news stories at all. No, it was uh, so fun to have a fun night. We talked a bunch of news. I know. There were stories. There weren't a lot. I was saying. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for tuning in this week's episode of the podcast known as Comics Talkin'. Okay, I said it right. You guys can even replay it. I mean, maybe the first time I said it wrong, but... I'm Badmouth Jake. Um, Jay, Jay Smitty. <laughs> I am Matt, the chaotic evil Moon Baron. A.K.A. the Duck Lord. A.K.A. Oh, the Duck Lord. Duck Lord. A.K.A. Old Pete. I'm Steve. A.K.A. Steph. <laughs> Stay after me. And Stefano. Ooh. That's just... Uh, yeah, so... Stefano. Thanks so much for watching. Check us out. Did I just say watching?